Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, guys, we are back. It is the Patriot Nation podcast. This is Pat Lane. I'm here today with Ryan's Bag Noise Bags. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Uh, kind of a crazy week for us. We're going to have three shows if you count yesterday, but uh, obviously a lot of a lot has emerged here in the last 24 hours. And then uh, and finally the anticipated weight of our first preseason game Thursday. So a lot, lot to be a uh, lot to be excited about. No. Yeah, a lot to be, a lot to talk about for sure. And then Spags made reference to it, but on Sunday we did an emergency pod, or I, I actually recorded an emergency pod, just a quick thing about Brady's new contract. Um, that was obviously before all the details had come out, and so we knew it was a two-year extension. And so here I am thinking, oh, he's going to play till the end of the 2021 season. That brings in a 44 and blah 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 and all this other stuff. Nope, that's not the case at all. Um, the turns out the last two years are void years, which means they will be completely null and void at the end of this year's at the end of this year. So that'll be like sometime in March when the league year starts anew. And at that point, if the Patriots haven't worked out a deal with Brady, he will become a free agent. They're not allowed to franchise or transition tag him either. And so, See, so um, my, my question, Pat, and, and I'm sure people are wondering too, so I'll ask it anyways. And I can't yeah. seem to find an answer is, what is the point of that extension then, or that, that term if it's really not an extension? Right. So it's a great question. And I honestly, I don't know really why it benefits anybody because it doesn't really benefit yeah. anyone. But w- who it does benefit, honestly, is Brady and yeah. the Patriots. He's got the cards. Um, Brady gets the $8 million raise, and the Patriots save, I think it's $5.5 million in the salary cap. And so what How it does. That makes sense too if he gets an $8 million raise, but they well, still save, like, I know. We gotta get Miguel on. Jeez. Well, but I think the cap stuff, and I think that's why it becomes a two-year extension, is because they take some of that cap hit and they spread it out over those other two years. Even though those two years don't exist, they absorb the cap hit during those two years. But uh, because okay. Brady's going to be on the team anyways, it doesn't make a difference. It's just it's just going to go into his cap hit. So, like by stretching that five and a half out, or at this point thirteen point five, I guess if he's getting eight million dollars more this year. By stretching that cap hit out those two years, you you delay the cap hit, so you save yourself some cap money this year, and you take the cap hit for the next two years. But with the Patriots look at it and say, first of all, it's not it's nothing when you talk about the entire salary cap; it's peanuts. But second of all, Brady's, you know, I mean, God willing, going to be on the team, so it doesn't matter if you're paying a little bit extra on the salary cap for him because. It's not going to be a dead cap money. And so, you know, there's no real dead cap charge for Brady because he's going to be there on the team. And so you stretch the salary cap, hit out a few years. And I, I, I assume, I suppose that that's the reason why you have those two years there. So you can kind of uh, kind of spread the cap hit out and save some cap money this year, which gives you a little flexibility. But again, and you said it too, like Brady holds all the cards in this situation. I mean, you know, if it's a regular player, if it's Julian Edelman, 
right? And Julian Edelman signed this deal. We would say, well, the Patriots have all the cards. They have Braxton Barrios. They're, hey, we're going to replace you. Like, we, you know, you're a 31-year-old receiver. Like, yeah, okay, we love you. We like what you've done here. But if you start to slip, you're replaceable. Tom Brady is irreplaceable, right? And so the Patriots are the ones that have to bring him back to the table. And I think the only reason— They're taking a risk on him. Right, they are a hundred percent, and but I think what they're doing is they're banking on the relationship that they have, that they've built over time with Brady, and the relationship that the Crafts have with him. Um, He'd never that, go anywhere. I mean, we we both agreed on that pre-show. Like, there's no chance. God forbid they don't come to an agreement, which they very well might, because you know when it's Brady's extensions usually get worked out in that time between training camp and the first preseason game, they kind of come to a finalization. But usually after that, it's football and football only, you know. So they, it might get to down the stretch. They might sign it on one of the last couple of weeks. Or even if they do get to a free agent spot, like, I, is there really any doubt that he'll go anywhere? No. No, you're right. But, like, Jesus Christ, dude, I can't even I, – I would be sick to my stomach every single day if Tom Brady were a free agent next year, even if you're right, like even if we're, we're hundred percent comedy is not going to sign anywhere else. He has the ability to sign somewhere else. And so it's just like, you know, it just scares the heck of the crap out of you. And so that's the type of stuff where it's like, you worry about that stuff. And again, you're right. Like he's not going anywhere. Realistically, he loves it here. He loves the craft. He loves the organization, but it makes you, it does kind of make you wonder why did he sign this deal? You know? And I know he's banking on himself and, and look, as I said, like the Patriots are the ones that are going to be scrambling at the end of the year to sign Brady. But at the same time, like if Brady's production drops even a little bit, well, they don't have anyone really to replace him, even if it does. But like he's got to be looking at that too, saying, well, if my, you know, if my play somehow drops a little bit, then are they going to want to try to move on from me sooner rather than later? And then, you know, this contract gives them the ability to do that. I wonder, and again, this is completely unfounded. I just wonder if they came to the table and Brady said, listen, give me a three-year extension. If you give me a three-year extension, that gets me to my 45-year and I'm done. Then that's it. Then I walk away. And the Patriots said, oh, yeah. we can't. We can't do three years, Tom. We, we can't. We'll do two. We can't do three years. And he said, well, you know, if you can't do three years, I'll just play year to year. And we'll go from there. And, and so, and again, I have no idea. I have zero inside information about that. I don't want to start spreading rumors. But, like, that was kind of the first thing that went through my head once I heard the, void, the years were voided. I'm like, well. Why would Tom do that unless he didn't get the exact deal that he wanted? And so he said, then I'll play year to year. Yeah, but my my take was like, why he knows his age. The Patriots know his age. They probably know he's one bad injury, you know, anything remotely that's going to keep him on an extended period of time injury away from ending his career. You know, why would the Patriots want to be tied into a three-year extension at big money, big guaranteed money because he's a quarterback? Um, and, and God forbid something happens this year and next and they're screwed over cap wise. Right. It, it, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a cap guru or anything, but like maybe Brady's thinking, I don't want to screw the team over as well as myself. Right. Well, and he certainly could have the team's interest in mind as well when he's, when he's looking at that. But it didn't um, sound like that at, at, uh, at, at camp today down no. in Detroit when they interviewed him, it did sound a little weird. And I know I texted you about it briefly. Yeah. And I don't think you would heard it. You kind of just saw the words. But once you right. listened to it, it didn't sound great. Yeah, and that's why, like, I just wonder if if there wasn't something where it was like, you know, they didn't necessarily agree on it. And they just said, listen, instead of us going back and forth, let's just freaking get it done. We'll do a one-year deal. We'll up your cap money. We'll up your money by $8 million. We'll spread the cap hit out a little bit. 
and then we'll go from there. And listen, all these people that have been sitting here talking about Brady always restructures his deal and he always gives a break to the Patriots and always does that. And he always does this. The fact is, is that Tom Brady, even though he's taking less money from time to time, every time he does a contract extension, he's not losing money. It's not like they're saying, okay, I know you're getting 20, 20 next year, but we're going to go bring it down to 16. That's not how it works. That's never been how it works with him. So, you know, they might be giving him big guaranteed money at the beginning. And then by the end of the contract, he's only like $16 million guaranteed. It's a guaranteed deal. And yeah, maybe it's not as high as some of the other people in the league. But the fact is, is that he's not looking at it that way. He's saying, all right, I'm going to get a ton of money up front and then I'll get my, you know, the last year my deal will be $16 million. So what? I'll be at, you know, he was at $15 million this year. Okay, the last year of my the last year my deal is at $15 million. So what? Doesn't matter. I'm going to restructure anyways. So it's going to go up from 15, you know, up higher than that. But it's going to allow the, the team in the meantime to have some cap flexibility because they're stretching things out over a longer period of time. And I'm going to be here. I'm going anywhere. So what difference does it make to me, you know, when I can just call Mr. Kraft and say, hey, listen, I want to restructure the deal with a year or two left. And they'll do it. You know, and so I think that, yeah. again, that's the relationship that they're banking on. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, overall, though, it is a weird, weird, like, contract type of wording to it. But at the end of the day, I have no, you know, no stress at all, you know, in Tom Brady ever leaving or, or really any doubt that he's going to make it through that two-year extension. I mean, the way they're they're playing offense now, with, you know, Tom kind of being a game manager and making him throw when he has to make big throws. I mean, realistically, you know, the, their line's going to be fine. Obviously, they'll figure it out left tackle. He's going to be able to make it. I, I really do. Yeah. You know, that's kind of twisting things to another perspective. But, you know, when you think about the contract and everything, it is obviously weird. But, I, like I said, he's going to be here. He's going to play until 45. I, I have no reason to believe not. No, I know what you mean. I think game manager is a little strong. Um, but, no, but, you no, know. But, no, he does throw the ball 30-plus times. You know what I'm saying, though. It's no, I know more, what you mean, though. You know, conservative offense. They're running the ball more. They're stacking at running back. But, yes. I mean, he's not making those high-stress throws that he would have been, you know, five, ten years ago. Well, what they're doing, honestly, what they're doing is they're saying, we're going to build – we're going to try to build a team that's good enough. And we talked about this already on the podcast. But, like, you know, we're going to try to build a team that's good enough to win with a mediocre quarterback. And now whether that mediocre quarterback is Tom Brady at 45 – or whether it's Jared Stidham after Brady retires or whoever else. And so, you know, but they're but they're planning for the future, whatever that future may hold. And I think that that's the right way to do it. And again, if you look back to that, you know, 01 to 04 stretch, that's how they won those games. Before Brady was Brady, you know, they had to win those games with running and defense. And look, they don't win the Super Bowls without Brady. That's what you have to understand is that, you know, when I say that, it's not like, well, they're going to win the Super Bowl because, they have, you know, every other good piece. That's not really the case. Your quarterback still has to make plays because he's your quarterback. But he doesn't have to make as many. And this, you know, you could you could make an argument that this offseason, he made maybe more than he's ever made in an offseason before. or I'm sorry, in a postseason before. In that Kansas City game, he was just lighting people up, even on, you know, the third downs and making big play after big play after big play. And so, but I think at the same time, they're trying to build that defense up so that, you can win against the Rams 13 to three because the Rams score three points on you because your defense is that good, you know? And yep. so, you know, and that's, I think that that's the biggest thing that they're trying to do. Let's try to win some games 2017 because what the heck, you know, like why not? It just makes it easier for Brady. And like you said, even if at 45, he's not the Brady we see now, he can still win with that team and 
similar to Peyton Manning his last year. Peyton Manning sucked his last year. He got replaced by Brock Osweiler. But, and I don't even think Brady would ever get to that point of sucking that bad. But I know I, what you're saying. Right. I don't think he would either. But, you know, Manning couldn't carry that team. But at the right moments, he knew the right button, buttons to push. He was able to complete the pass. He needed to complete it. He threw the, uh, the two first half touchdowns to Owen Daniels against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. And that won them the game because his defense was good enough to stop the Patriots enough. And all he had to do was score those two touchdowns. And so if Brady gets to 45 and he knows like, look, all I have to do in these playoff games is get one or two touchdowns from my defense and we're golden, you know, and, and you can get to that point, then you can win the Super Bowl when he's 45 and that, you know, he can ride out on that. And so it'd be amazing, but I'm still not sold uh, that he'll play to 45. I've mentioned this a few times, but like he said to Giselle on Tom versus time, he said, he looked at her and he goes two more. And, you know, again, he's not talking about seasons there. He's talking about Super Bowl rings. He's got one more Super Bowl ring since then. And if he gets another one, I think he might be done. Now, I think he's definitely playing That's two more than years. Jordan. I mean, seven would just be foolish. Like, and he'd have more he than have, Jordan. Not he would have any more argument than, there, but no, you know right. what I'm saying. Like, everyone says six rings is attached to Jordan. Like, he'd create a whole new legacy in sports. Yes. Not only would he have not only would he have more than Jordan, he would have more rings than any other NFL franchise. And so like that's a type of stuff. That's insane, man. Oh my God. You know, like think about that. He would have more rings than any other franchise. And obviously the Patriots would have would have seven, but like he would have more than any other franchise other than the Patriots, which is just which is just foolish. And so that's the type of stuff where you're like, okay, now if he gets to seven. Then I can see him retiring. I still think he's going to play next year, no matter what, even if they win the Super Bowl this year. But I do think if they win this year, that next year could be his last year. You know, but we'll see. Um, yeah, well, we might way. be having this conversation sometime next year. You never know. I mean, we'll probably have it for the next however years he plays. But right, uh, it's unbelievable I, what he does, and we're happy that he's here. Oh my God, so happy, so happy. And, and look, you know, I think that I think I wouldn't be surprised to see them do a year to year thing. But then again, at the end of next year, if he plays really well this year, they may say, screw it. We'll just give you the, you know, the last three years and be done with it. You know, like what the hell? Who cares at this point? You know, if you, if you, if you suck the last year, you suck the last year. Or if you end up retiring, whatever the case may be, fine, whatever. But, you know, but we'll just tie ourselves to you. Or, or he might say, no, nah, I want to play year to year. Why not? Maybe keep him motivated. Who knows? You know, so. Yep. But, anyways, that's all we got. Uh, we're going to be back on Friday. Um, I am, listen, listen, boys and girls, this is what I do for you guys, okay? This is what I do for you guys. I am, <laughs> I'm traveling. I'm going to Great Wolf Lodge <laughs> with the family on Thursday, staying over Thursday night into Friday. So you're like, whoa, how is he going to, how's he going to record the show? I'm going to be in a hotel room with the kids. So I called up ahead to Great Wolf Lodge and I said, hey, I know you have some conference rooms, this and that. Great Wolf Lodge is going to give me my own private conference room at night after the Patriots game when everyone's – no one's going to be in there. It's just going to be me inside this room uh, recording with your boys' bags. Uh, and that's what I – I mean, you got to do it. Like, we got to come. It's the first preseason game. We can't not talk about the first preseason game. So, anyways, that's uh, – so if it sounds a little echoey, that's why because I'm in, I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a room by myself, maybe even a big room by myself. I don't that's even know what's going to look like. Though, so. but that's dedication, Patty. That's dedication. That's what I do for you guys. That's a beast. But – I got to get it out, man. Got it. We got to do it, you know? Can't wait. So, It'll be our first game breakdown, so it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So it should be great. And, again, uh, you know, season the season is upon us. It's going to be great. So 
Um, all right, that's all we got. And we'll talk to you guys on uh, on Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.